The promise of America is being squandered. How are we going to restore our nation back to a sensible, citizen-centric government? Welcome to Reimagine America with Joyce Cordy. Joyce is a businesswoman, not a politician. And she's here to offer pragmatic, possible, and postpartisan solutions for the 21st century. Now, here's your host for Reimagine America, Joyce Cordy. That was a hot mess inside a dumpster fire, inside a train wreck. The worst debate I have ever seen. It wasn't even a debate. It was a disgrace. That was what Jake Tapper said. I could hardly watch it. And I was being paid to watch it, said James Carville. Quite a night. Trump came across as a person you don't want in your face for the next four years. That was Stuart Stevens. That was the worst televised moment of a presidential campaign in American history, said Mike Murphy. So, you watching Dementia versus Demented right now? I'm sad for America, was a text I received at 621 last night. OMG, slit my wrists, followed by seven exclamation marks was a text I received at 6.45 last night. And my response to both of these friends was, I fear for the Republic. One of the things that characterized my long and largely successful consulting career is that I'm prescient. I see things coming before other people. Sometimes I was able to help a client plan to meet a challenge they'd not yet anticipated. Sometimes I knew there was nothing I could do to stop what was going to happen, a circumstance in which it is usually a good idea to keep my fears to myself. This presidential campaign has been such an event. The last several years have been such an event. But the reaction to the debate last night indicates that I'm not alone in fearing for the Republic. Rather, I am in these quiet moments after listening to way too many other podcasts today, I'm reminded of Benjamin Franklin's response to an onlooker as the delegates left Constitution Hall having finished writing the U.S. Constitution. The onlooker shouted, what do we have, a monarchy or a republic? And Benjamin Franklin answered, a republic if we can keep it. And that is what is at stake in this election. The president's performance last night showed contempt for the American people and the concept that he is not a king, but as Washington proposed, the first among equals. There is no need to belabor the details of what you either watched or heard about. It is rather to point to his admonition to the Proud Boys to stand down and stand by. Steve Schmidt, the campaign strategist for both George W. Bush and John McCain, a dyed-in-the-wool conservative, as I am, said today, the American experiment is on the line. So I'm no longer going to keep my fears to myself. 
since Steve is so much more eloquent than I, I hope he will not mind that I'm going to quote his uh, television appearance uh, in this podcast. It said so well that you should listen to it as carefully as I did. There will be no Trump coup in this country, Joanne. The vice president is right. The legitimately elected president of the United States will be sworn into office on January 20th. But we have to talk about what happened last night. The blustering, the disgrace, the humiliation that we all feel as Americans watching this, none of that matters. Donald Trump gave a lock and load order to heavily armed paramilitary white supremacist militia organizations. Tim Scott knows that's exactly what he did. The white supremacist organizations are reveling in the support of the president today. They're celebrating it. We know that Donald Trump has said that an election where he does not win is an illegitimate election. We know that he has intimated that there will be violence if he loses. So there's no tripwire now between where we are and the edge of the cliff. The last thing that Donald Trump will ask his principalist factotum in the United States Senate and the United States House to do with him is stand shoulder to shoulder and to deny the legitimacy of a vote and the popular and sovereign will of the American people. He will ask them to cross the line and act as enablers for an autocratic regime. He will ask them to end the American experiment. And every one of these people should not be trusted because we're at the last line. If Tim Scott, an African-American Republican United States Senator, cannot plainly and clearly, and what Donald Trump said last night and denounce it unequivocally, the party is lost. If Susan Collins looks at that debate and the analysis is, well, they were rude on both sides, are you kidding me? Not one of these people, not one of them, not one time took to the floor of the Senate, went to the Oval Office, did anything when they knew Trump was lying yep. to the country about COVID. They yep. knew how dangerous it was. And now they stand idly by in complicit silence. It is shameful. It is despicable. And soon they will be asked to cross the Rubicon, a place yeah. from which there is no return. And we yeah. are in for it in this country over the next 40 days, prepare for chaos. But we, the American people, will not surrender our sovereignty to the Trump family and his Senate enablers. No way know how, and that's what we do about it. Steve is correct. The only thing left, the last line of defense, is the American people. And we must stand shoulder to shoulder to vote in this election in unprecedented numbers. You don't get to sit this one out. You don't, I don't care if you have to hold your nose or what. This is not an election where you have a choice to just not. You need to vote if it's early voting, if it's vote by mail, if it's voting in person on November 3rd. That's your choice. What you no longer have a choice if you want to remain a citizen of the American Republic, you have no choice but to vote. If we do not vote now, the option to vote in 2022 
and 2024 could be possibly no longer be there. I'm sorry, I know that sounds extreme, but what you saw was extreme. It was maniacal as well as monarchical. Please join the fight to protect your own sovereign American right to life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness, not just for your own generation, but for those who will follow, for those not yet born, and of course, for your own children and grandchildren. This is a fight. It's a fight for justice, justice for all of us. Policy disagreements, Supreme Court and appellate court nominations, and Congress will not matter if we surrender to an illegitimate authoritarian. Thanks for listening to Reimagine America with Joyce Cordy. You can learn more at reimagineamerica.org. Got a comment or an idea for a future show? Email Joyce at reimagineamerica.org or find her on Twitter at Joyce Cordy or at Reimagine Radio. Take a minute now and go to reimagineamerica.org. Join the forum. We'd love to hear your thoughts. If you love the podcast, donate and tell others. You can invite Joyce to speak at your next meeting or conference through reimagineamerica.org. And finally, don't forget to subscribe to this podcast at ricochet.com or c-sweetnetwork.com. That's c-sweetnetwork.com. Together, we really can reimagine America. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.